This is a HeadGum Original. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. with another edition of the HeadGum Podcast. This is kind of interesting. It's the core four. Back at it again with the white van, City Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds' Instagram handle. Uh, Save me from myself. We have to start over. (laughs) Amir, you host a podcast. Let's, or no, Danny, you're a stand-up. You introduce the show. Start us off whenever you're ready. Wow. You don't need, don't put that on him. Um, Hey everybody, this is another episode of the HeadGum Podcast with one of its newest employees, Danny. Still happy to have a job. Thank you for having (laughs) me again. I like that you say that like you're on thin ice. Do you know how many times I've almost been fired? (laughs) Just never know with today's climate. Yeah, you are, you are (laughs) arguably the most cancelable employee. Why? What do you mean Why? (laughs) A follow-up? <laughs> a what? A follow-up? I just wasn't expecting that. I'm saying you're the one who's always on thin ice. You're the most cancelable employee. So, like, why are you putting that out there on somebody else? That's not deflecting all the blame. All right. Let's... You're the one who spams our Slack every fucking weeknight, weekend night sure. with is Sanjay Gupta's uncle. <laughs> is... <laughs> yeah, asking employees what their count is on the podcast. Like these are all borderline illegal disqualifications. I'm not going to apologize for being a culture fit. <laughs> all right, Danny. It's kind of interesting you, since you are one of the newest hires. Uh, first of all, you're joining the company at its best iteration. But I've kind of been here since what 2016, Amir. Uh, yeah, I don't know. When it was a shell, Summer. not only a shell of itself, but a shell corporation. <laughs> It started as, oh, you know, you sell a podcast, maybe you tell 10 friends about the podcast and they sell, you know, and then you kind of get paid. It's kind of a Mary Kay situation. <laughs> we used to just sell knives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We called it Rutco because Amir was in a rut and then he met Avital and then up, and he's come out on the other side. And now you, now you have art on your walls. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah. Because we shot, we shot an episode of If I Were You, a video podcast. I was like a just camera operator and there was no art on the walls <laughs> yeah i was it was new here it was a new place so i hadn't decorated yet but yeah i appreciate you um saying that out loud um four years later appreciate it amir we were marika danny and i were talking before you hopped on the zoom because uh just if you're listening he was late oh really how uh, this show marika pitched this podcast this is marika's brainchild really and i'd like to keep it that way as a happy hour a company happy hour that people could kind of eavesdrop on so danny and i have an alcoholic beverage. Amir, would you like to join? Well, I have this watermelon juice. And watermelon, I'm sort of lemon, riding that juice. Sh- juice. Yeah, I'm sort of riding that sugar high. <laughs> Marika's in a Carhartt beanie. Danny's in a Nike dad cap. Amir looks like an uncle, but not in a hot way. <laughs> 
so the default for uncle is hot. You've really been going after his appearance today. I saw your comment on his Instagram. <laughs> I was going to bring it up. Amir, you you posted an absolutely fire Instagram series. It was today. lit. Yeah. For sure. How yeah. do you feel with those photos being of you? <laughs> uh, they're nice. They turned out well. Um, Phil and Sarah are, have a very artistic eye and they had a cool vision and we went to a cool place and took some awesome photos. And yeah, I'm, I'm happy with how they turned out for sure. Follow up. Did you reach out to them? Did they reach out to you? How did that come to be? They reached out to, I think, Abital and, and she responded. And I guess they had photographed a bunch of our friends and, you know, we vetted them and they were, you know, talented, obviously worth our while. And it was a fun afternoon there. And to be clear, your friends include... Nick Kroll <laughs> and Butch Walker, because I looked at their Instagram account and there are some famous people there, man. I mean, for you to be in yeah, there. They... What's that? <laughs> I, was, I was vaguely agreeing with you, but uh, sort of urging you with my eyes to move on. Yeah, for sure. No, just for you to be uttered in the, for Amir, here we go. Amir Blumenfeld was photographed by somebody who also photographed Butch Walker. That's impressive. Well, yeah, I don't, Nice. Yeah. Thank you. I guess this is like a typical work happy hour. Like the guy. Yeah, comes I'm being to the like confronted. Like, I mean, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Marika, back by popular demand. This is our first segment. Marika takes the reins, but we'll 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 engage with you. But this is uh, no one all about. No Brown. one said this was a popular segment. I had several people on the Headgum Discord asking for more Marika and more Danny. People did like Danny. Oh. Danny was a hit. <laughs> Absolute hit. Is it? Oh, it, no, the segment yeah, is Marika takes the reins. So I don't know why everybody's staring at me. <laughs> Usually there's like music. Or yeah, like... I thought I thought there was going to be music. Okay, here we go. I mean, there doesn't have to be. No, I mean, if you guys want music, I can make music happen. It's just like I would. This would be better before we no. start. <laughs> Amir's furious. I was yeah. I was gonna leave, but like we're only at the six minute mark. <laughs> um. Where to begin? It doesn't have to be a game or a segment. It could just be something that's on the top of your brain. Getting back to the Is this the, the one roots. where, like, you say Marika has to talk, like, for two minutes straight or something? Yeah, this is a different iteration because that she hated that, and I don't want to, like... Tonight, of all nights, <laughs> I just don't want to piss Marika off. Thank you. Can I explain um, why to the audience? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, so Jake... So, first of all, Jake was supposed to record with us last Friday, and then he couldn't, so we we pushed it to Tuesday so that he could... And then he canceled within the last 10 minutes before the record, which is fine. But uh, then he was like, I'm good for the next one, though. Thursday at 6, obviously. Uh, Actually, it was at 5. And then he said 6 would be better. Moved it to 6. Canceled again last minute. So the idea was, and I was toying with this this afternoon, is kind of spamming HQ, the Slack channel that everybody at the company is on for the most part. Being like, hey, does anybody want to do it? Any of the new? Because we've had Danny on, but there's two other people that were also hired around the same time, Angie and Sam. I would love to get a shackle interview on this show and treat it as more like a WTF type of show. Like really go oh, one deep. on one. Yeah, I'm shackle. She'd hate it. <laughs> who, who, who are your people? Who are your people? <laughs> is that your Mark Marin? Yeah, yeah. The last name too. That's strong. I feel like this is a certain kind of swag you have to have for people just to go straight for the last name as your Yeah. As your yeah. You could be a sellers. At times. I've been sellers at times. At times yeah. it's just been Danny. That's only been when you've been remorseful. Meaning? Seller's remorse. Like seller's remorse. Yeah. Oh, that was strong. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, it's because it doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Zero regrets selling it. Yeah, I don't think anybody regrets selling stuff. Yeah. Making money. I have, I have real regrets selling something. Dan, can I get your opinion on something? Uh, yes. 
obviously real estate is still hot weirdly even though obviously interest rates are low obviously obviously um, obviously just fucking talk don't like say obviously <laughs> nothing is obvious what you say so just fucking say what you need to say you don't have to preface it with anything obviously real estate is hot obviously interest rates are low get rid of the obviously talk like a normal person go for it lenders were predicting sorry low interest rates i caught myself on that one low interest rates and sorry (laughs) with this pandemic people were wondering would it again become a buyer's market are we going to see a repeat of 2009 or 2010 and we haven't yet which is interesting and it's still a seller's market but what's interesting with you danny and what i want to get to the root out here is that even if, if it was if it was a buyer's market for you it would be a seller's market you know what i mean 100 because of his last name the fact that it took you two minutes to say that was worth it yeah <laughs> a long walk they say that was mm-hmm. a long walk yeah it was worth it though well that's because you're polite. Danny, what are what are your aspirations? You're you're a stand-up comedian, obviously revered in Chicago. What what's the dream job? What's the dream house style? What do you see yourself in ten years doing? Um, dream house style. I like a, I like a nice mid-century modern. Love uh, that. A lot of windows. Um, I want to be able to keep my job here because that pays my bills. Uh, moving to L.A. once the panoramic is over, so that's going to be pretty cool. Sorry, the what? The pandemic is just a joke. He said it like sort of in a silly fashion. By the yeah. way, you love shit like that. And the moment somebody else indulges you for half a second, you call them out on it. I just didn't. I got it because that's because I'm obviously I'm intelligent about shit. But um, that's actually really funny. What, calling it a panoramic? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you're like spending too much time. <laughs> no, I don't think anyone's making money off of stand up now. So I think that's. Pretty fair to say, but even before I we got to get you to do a headgum live. We do these variety, sh- <clears throat> we do these reality shows, and um, sorry, what was that? Ferris cut this out, but I had a fucking voice crack. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a fucking voice crack. <laughs> you know, we do we do these live variety shows at uh, in Silver Lake in L.A. and uh, you should do a slot. That'd be awesome. Well, if if uh, one of the bosses would would be willing to have me i'll be more than happy to amir hates showing up to them yeah unfortunately jeff is responsible for the show so uh, the invite's already there oh okay well thank you executive producer yeah. usually it's for better or for worse like usually people say that it's just for worse you can, i mean <laughs> decent vibe this thing about it when the world is back normal hopefully the, the demand is so high that we can just be a little bit shitty but it's okay because people just need live vibes do you think you'll be rusty when you get back at it you've, you've been doing some virtual shows and some outdoor shows right yeah i mean i think i'm i'm rusty even when i've done shows that night like <laughs> the rust is the rust is there but um yeah i think once things go back to normal we all get in a routine i'll find some funny somewhere and then marika you were saying that you were being audited so i was just wondering <laughs> this isn't for the show ferris got this out but i just want to make sure you're like doing okay financially <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jeff, thank you. Yeah. Um means a lot for you to check in. Uh but I'm fine. Cool. Everything's great. Is that a new hat hat is I like car. Yeah, I just bought it. You like I car it from um <laughs> Yeah. So was Danny Sellers America. thinks yeah. that car hats are cool. I always I always wonder if I can wear hats on my client calls and stuff. Yeah, Jeff just left. He's ruffling Jeff, through an old briefcase of he his. He definitely can. Um, Came back with a Carhartt hat. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to impress me, Jeff. 
Really? <laughs> That's all he has. I actually really hate the hat. It's too tall. You got to get the one that folds, too. You can't have just the... Yeah, you got to fold it. The call that, like the scully. That's like a scully. You need a beanie. Yeah, I just bought this like a week ago. Now it's all I wear. It's great. I need to find good outfits for client calls. I think you always dress stylish. Remember when we were the beanie boys? Yeah, I, think I did. I remember that. That was pretty tight. <laughs> what about a Henley that'll allow you to like stay casual while still dressing it up more than like a t-shirt? Yeah, I need to do something. I need to... I need someone to share with me like good Zoom outfit. I'm pretty bad at Zoom outfits. All I have are t-shirts. The occasional yeah. hoodie if it's chilly out. My my clothing is definitely like my style has gotten worse during the <laughs> pandemic for sure. How do you figure? I feel like I would say that I was getting really into like collared shirts and jumpsuits right before this hit. And I was like buying a lot more of those. And then as soon as I was staying home all the time, I was like, I don't have to wear these anymore. And so now I just wear t-shirts and sweatshirts and sweatpants all the time. That's all I wear. Jeans are not tight. I feel like anytime I have to wear jeans, I'm furious for the next three hours. All I, all I wore for pants is, was jeans. And now I haven't worn them. I've worn them like twice since I've been inside. And that was to go outside for things. (laughs) Yeah. Like you don't need a jacket in New York this winter because you're not really leaving yeah and i literally just bought a new coat last like at the end of last winter so i was really prepared and now now it's there's no point i guess you could take walks in the cold maybe what do people wear in la like is this is it still t-shirts and shorts or is it different yeah i mean during the day it's still fairly warm out still it's like in the 80s still but at night it gets chilly hoodie weather (laughs) jeff Anything, Jeff? Um, <laughs> Nothing now. I think LA literally only gets cold in January. That's the only time I'm ever like, God, I need like to put something else on. Otherwise, it's like I could do with or without a hoodie at night. It's just kind of nice and novel that I get to wear another layer. <laughs> T-shirt and jeans or like shirt and jeans is really kind of the only vibe. Or shorts. Are you a cardigan guy? No. I could see you rocking a cardigan like sometime on like nice dinner dates and stuff. And then the, yeah. to you, that's like just like a small comment, but that'll like stick with me all week. I'm like, luckily I have therapy. I have therapy at eight, so like I'm gonna be okay. What? What? What will you say at therapy that'll help you forget that? I, Which was basically just a question about whether you wear a cardigan or not, and also like a compliment that you could pull them off. It's not a bad piece of. It's just a very sp- specific piece of. I can't even finish the joke. I think yeah. if it was t- 2012, I would be beaming right now. But no, it's 2020. We're in a global pandemic. You just told me that I could rock a cardigan, which is you might as well told me to go fuck myself. <laughs> They're coming back. They're, They're absolutely, absolutely not. They never back. went away. They never went away enough for them to come back. You know <laughs> so that and that's a problem because what's coming back? Why are they bad? In then? my eye, is uh, the kind of early aughts, late 90s, like long sleeve t shirt. Short sleeve T-shirt on top. You think that's it's comparable to that? No way. I, no, I'm saying that that's like okay. That's something that's going to come back. I think it's already back, and oh. I'm gonna. I'm like I, I'm gonna layer that. I'm just M. Like there's nothing you can say that'll you tell me not to. Amir, you shouldn't do that. That's right. It shouldn't come back, and you shouldn't do it. Whatever, man. A friend of mine d- wore it the other day, and she looked great. So I don't know. I just don't know for sure. Um, <laughs> Jeff, what's the worst piece of clothing that you've owned? Definitely the smoking jacket. <laughs> That I've worn on a couple of podcasts. <laughs> Danny, I used to smoke pipe tobacco in high school. In high school, what? sir? <laughs> <laughs> you definitely had to have worn cardigans if you were rocking. In, in a high school, sir? His watch collection. 
hard bottom shoes and stuff. Like, Look, I, I, I wanted to smoke something. I didn't want to inhale and fuck up my lungs. So you smoked something legally, but very complicated. <laughs> That's like you a, basically smoked a Rubik's cube, right? <laughs> you need a lot of supplies to smoke. You need the actual hardware, then you need an extra lighter. To, you could have gotten into like hookah. Right. I think that's stupid. <laughs> that's stupid. No, look, I I really liked uh, jazz and New Orleans culture, <laughs> and there's a lot of like tobacco companies that are like based in New Orleans. One of them was called Mister Frogs or something, and I it just was like, oh, let me get into like tobacco. Because I didn't want to smoke weed high or anything. School, high school Jeff liked jazz and New Orleans culture. <laughs> I used to make beignets and um, po' boys. And Cafe Dumont. Our uh, kitchen was Cafe Dumont that year. Do like three pieces. Just powdered sugar awful. everywhere. I had a I had a vel- red velvet smoking jacket that I got from a costume store, and I would go out into the garage by myself, play Louis Armstrong music, and smoke pipe tobacco, and say, say to myself in my own head, "This is the life." I'm sorry. To hear that, that explains so much, Marie. I feel like Marika, you and I are actually way more similar than you care to admit, at least publicly. You think I did that in high school? No, but like getting really into things, doing them shamelessly getting deep into cultures or like or like yeah. like you know nerd cultures. Yeah, I'm a big nerd culture fandom person. Yeah. Not not New Orleans jazz bygone culture, eras, yeah. But I definitely not just like superheroes and TV shows and stuff. Amir, let me riddle me this. Do you think that there's ever been a bygone era in the Bywater district? He's, he wants to leave. <laughs> you could tell. Hand hovering over the button. It hasn't even been 10 minutes. You can't leave yet. It's been over 20. It just feels like 10 for you. I'm talking about the final. I'm talking about the final cut. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like after we trim yeah. trimmed the fat, which is basically anything you've said without a funny retort from us. Uh, no, I don't think there's been a bygone era in the Bywater district. See, that's where you're Next wrong. Next question. That's where you're wrong because yeah. guess what? <laughs> <laughs> Don't double down on shit. All right. Um, what about, yeah, let me let me ask you this. Dan. <laughs> you're really good at interviewing. I don't think so. I think that this show is every week might be the last episode because of me. What was, have you, did you guys go to a wedding this year or like? Of course not. Of course we didn't go no. to a wedding this year. Actually, I had, I had one. You had I'm a sure. wedding this year. Yeah, How'd sorry. you guys pull that off? No guests, minimal guests, outdoors, masks? Uh, 20, <clears throat> 20 guests, only the most mm-hmm. elite, closest nice. family members. Um, Smart. And uh, everybody got tested. Pretty much everybody got tested afterwards, and everyone was good. Perfect. 20 for 20? A clean I affair. I think so, unless someone's lying. Yeah, I'll track them down. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Colonel Aeoli got COVID in the library with a sphere. Aeoli, isn't that a kind of sauce? Yeah, so that's a board <laughs> game I wanted to pitch to Amir. It's uh, Cluvid19. What else you got? Other board games are just kind of ideas. Because I thought of a dri- I thought of a drive-through lotion spot called. It, I haven't come up with the title because it's more about what it is. That's important. Not really the title. The title can obviously come after, especially like if investors have ideas. For sure, feel free to pitch. Um, drive-through what? Lotion spot. So 
And it'd be like what is it'd that? be like McDonald's, but um, instead of getting food, you would get uh, rubbed. So it's kind of like it's massage envy meets like honestly, for lack of a better term, rallies. That sounds extremely <laughs> illegal. If that's illegal, then lock me up because I have rubbed lotion into yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah, really? We will lock you up. Yeah, it's probably for rubbing lotion into people who are ordering a cheeseburger. Yeah. It, probably in your driveway? Well, in high school, I worked at a cafe in Sugar Falls, Ohio called Lemon Falls, and people would be like, uh, can I get the green smoothie? And I'd be like, I gotcha. And, um, you know, neck rubs, foot rubs, whatever they needed. And uh, I had clients is what I had. I was a minor and I was kind of, you know, what, you know, what kind of pressure do you want? Asking questions like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting sad now. <laughs> I can just imagine like a 14 year old Jeffrey with like a three piece suit on and a, and a, and a, smoking. And a, smoking, and a jacket. smoking jacket with like hard bottom shoes on, just like at work. Hey man, what flipping is, a coin? You have a uniform and it's not what you're wearing. Not a smoothie. <laughs> just like a That's... Model T in the parking lot. Like, what are you? <laughs> Model T is it? How do you make this much money? You're nine. (laughs) Guys, taking care of your health isn't always easy, right? But it should be simple. That's why for the last three years I've been taking AG1. Just one scoop and a cup of water mixed around every day, no exceptions. And it helps me feel, you know, energized, focused, ready to take on the day. Like I'm doing one powerfully healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. I know that AG1 gives my body high quality nutrition because every batch goes through a rigorous testing process so that you know it's safe. And their ingredients are sourced for potency, absorption, and nutrient density, all of which is very important and you don't always get with other leading nutrition brands. I like to drink it first thing in the morning. I'll have a, a glass of water. I'll have my AG1, and then I'll have my coffee. And it gets me set off to take on the day uh, and to be centered and to feel like I did at least one good thing for my health. And if you do that every day, it has compounding effects. If there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1. That's why we partnered with them for so long. So if you want to take ownership of your health, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash what's that? Again, that's drinkag1.com slash what's that? Check it out. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Amir, you host a podcast. Why don't you fucking bring something to the table? (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Holy shit. I love that. For the first time in this entire podcast run, that energy, that's what you need. You're fucking fed up. We've been pushing you for six months and it's to get you here. God, that was awesome. No, but like what's on your mind? Like people are interested in your life specifically if they're listening to the HeadGum podcast. Like what's any real estate? Do you notice that my my Zoom background is different? I was going to say something. What room are you in? Same room. Same room as usual. I built a new desk. I built 
a standing desk. Yeah, but like from a box, right? Like you didn't forge it from two by fours. Oh, God, no, I didn't build it from scratch. Yeah, I assembled (laughs) it from Jarvis, the company that made it. But I'm now standing as I talk to you, which is better for my um, physical well-being than just sitting down hunched over. Over there is where I used to sit. Yeah. Now I'm up here feeling good. Yeah. The problem is I plugged it into an outlet so I can raise and lower it and the outlet is dead so now i'm, I'm committed to standing <laughs> for the time being until an electrical socket in my house gets fixed which who knows when the next time i want like three people in here fucking coughing looking inside the walls for a few hours to figure out where the where the socket goes awry yeah you can't just reset the circuit or something like go to the circuit breaker i uh-huh. did yeah it's and it's not just this outlet it's a few of them around the house are like dying and they're all like connected in some weird way and then yeah. it's like it's a full multi-day project i guess no that is actually very inhibitive i i used to live in uh i lived in an apartment for a couple of months this year and uh it wasn't that the outlets were dead it's just that they had very little power so I, my laptop just wouldn't charge i would have to constantly keep it in to kind of, it was keeping it afloat. It wasn't safe. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there was absolutely voltage wise. It was just like stasis rather than charge. Exactly. So um, glad I got out of there. You need, yeah, you need good outlets. It's a, it's a game changer. I'm running like extension cords all over my house. Yeah. Like one thing, televisions plugged into like one across the hall. This one's dead. My new desk can't lower. So, you know, it's, it's tough times for everyone, not just me, but I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it as, as much as anybody else, I think. Yeah. I'm sure homeschooling is also difficult, but like, yeah, my table just won't go any lower than this. And <laughs> my Zoom is on battery power. And just and you do still have the old desk. It's right behind you, right? Yeah, this. Yeah. By the way, I'm selling it if anyone needs. Like, did you put it on I Craigslist? I need to get rid of it now. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, do you want it? I don't want or need it. $500. I there's no way that cost that even at retail. 550 yeah. It, You're increasing. Well, don't worry about how much it used to cost. But I autographed the bottom of it. 115, $115 seems fair for that. Deal. I'm not buying it. Can you it. pick it up today? I'm not buying it. I'm saying that like <laughs> for someone else. I'll put it outside for him. There's two steps I want you to take. The first one is just <laughs> calm down because your shoulders are near your ears. The second one is take a photo of it, put it to your... He's lifting it with all his, only his back. There is also a bunch of shit on the desk. Now he's sitting on the desk trying to lift it again with his back backwards. There's abs- I, I, again, he's, I've never he's going under the desk to try to push it. I up haven't seen or from heard from Avital in several weeks. So the uh, the the general assumption slash consensus is that he is sad. I think he's unscrewing each screw with his bare hands. <laughs> and you don't even mean that he doesn't have gloves on. He has gloves on. He's just his hands are so thick. They're like a bear's it's done. Is the deed done? It might need to be. Yeah, he might need to help me, like, get it out of this. Room. I'm not buying it. It's just if you post if you post a photo of that thing to your Instagram story and say, hey, that thing. That thing you're desk. talking about it like it's it is an object. I'm not talking about a person. <laughs> that thing is fine. If you post okay. that to your Instagram story and say, "Hey, two hundred dollars OBO," you'll sell it uh-huh. that day. But is it to like a random person that I know no that buts. will then have to find out where no it lives? Just sell it, right? But I don't want like I don't want random people I don't know showing up at my house. So go down to the uh, go down to the, <laughs> the two blocks away from you. And- and then just like <laughs> you don't have to say that you don't have to yeah <laughs> okay you don't have to what say is what i live near or my zip code something shit like that <laughs> just meet it, them in the fucking <laughs> parking lot i'm not dragging my desk to a fucking <laughs> then you're not gonna sell the bitch you're not gonna sell the bitch you're kidding yourself if you think you're gonna sell it on craigslist people aren't gonna fucking recognize you how would they recognize me from a picture of a desk on craigslist from lonely and horny season two because it's a 
desk. What was that, Marika? They don't need to recognize you because it's a desk and it's probably good. So like that should be enough, right? Yeah. I'm not you saying need they need your star to. power to sell That would be a nice, cool like HGTV show, like desk from famous people or like furniture from famous people and just- That's what I'm saying. Like I don't even consider myself that famous. I mean, I have some notoriety, but yeah. like I should be able to fucking hawk flip this desk at a profit. Like I don't think that's out of the question. <laughs> flip or flop. Like yeah. I have a, I'm verified on Instagram. Like that should be worth something. And I feel like when I post about it on Nextdoor, I'm getting these messages that are like, who the fuck are you? I never heard of you. And I'm like responding publicly too. I'm like, you don't know who the fuck I am? Ask your fucking kids. And it's like a, it's a 20 year old. So like he's already in the demo. So like, and then I'm getting harassed and I'm trying to like push back a little bit and it's getting to the point where I'm like looking over my shoulder constantly. Cause I feel You're like. You're not welcome in your own neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. There's like this teenager that's been harassing me and I'm like, come find me, come get this. You know, I'm like that. I'm like that. And uh, I put my address and now like. Why did you give him your address? What are you yeah. talking about? Well, I posted it publicly. He's like, he's like, what are you, little bitch? Post your fucking address here. I'm like, all right, here it is. And I, I said what it is. And now like I'm getting a lot of like ding dong dash, like Ditch, but yeah. egging situation. Yeah. TikTok like, videos like, in your front door. And yeah. Stuff. yeah. It's fucking <laughs> annoying. And I deleted it, but I guess he took a screen grab and he posted it on like uh, a message board that these local teens are in. Yeah. Like, I guess. Yeah, they all sort of so communicate TikTok with one another. Also. Yeah. yeah, and they're harassing me on TikTok. It's all the same app. It's just TikTok. Like, you don't have to, like, <laughs> spread it all over the place. It's just TikTok. So let me know if you need the... Yeah. I might have to move houses, but let me know if you need the desk. <laughs> uproot my family, bud. You can have this desk. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I have to get out of fucking Dodge soon, but you can come grab the desk. I have to leave through the back. <laughs> the back, yeah, the back is, yeah. Yeah, don't worry about where it is. It's you don't have to say where it is. <laughs> oh, this isn't actually where this man lives it is I'll be it furious. is it's all correct i am furious <laughs> he's gonna have to bleep this bleep beep what is it you have to bleep it you have to beep it bleep if it was beep i think it would be like a car horn i think marika can talk a little bit more about that <laughs> no comment because she is wearing a car horn hat heart uh marika huh? it's such a small thing but it's car heart you said car horn yeah hat Oh, that was a pun. That went over my head. Ferris <laughs> cut that out. That's the first time I felt like a fucking idiot on this show, even though I get told that I am, not only on the show, in the Slack, on email. Cohen just will randomly text me that. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't. I know, but I mean, like, we don't have an HR department yet. All right, here we go. Danny, do you, do you wear contacts? No. Um. All right. Marika? <laughs> no. I've never seen you without on? glasses. Do you not wear contacts? <laughs> I don't wear contacts, no. Prescription? Yep. What's the prescription? I don't know. You don't dude. know your own prescription. This stigma- is a genuine question. I have astigmatism. All right. So my eyes aren't that bad, but like bad enough that I need glasses. All right. Then forget this. All right. This episode is coming out on November 27th. And guess what happens the next day? Your birthday? Oh, yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> well, it's my Jordan year. So I feel like I got to celebrate it Danny Sellers style, Chicago and all. Um, oh, Jordan year. That stuck in the house, snowed in, depressed, drinking alcohol, and looking out the window, trying to figure out when the fuck you're gonna move to LA. Is that the- <laughs> yes, honestly, I'm not that far from you. I'm back in Ohio, and yeah, we're gonna be snowed in, and I'm gonna be depressed for sure. Um, no, I don't know. Well, the thing is, like, I we had a question. Uh, we had Jake on this show a couple months ago, and uh, one of the times he was on. And I said, what doesn't sound like him? Ferris cut that out. Just like make it one train of thought. Um, 
<laughs> no, I don't know. Well, the thing is, like, I, we had a question. Uh, we had Jake on this show a couple months ago, and uh, one of the times he was on. And I asked him what the uh, what the best age to be was, or at least in his experience. And he said he said 23. And I said, I don't think so. Because I'm about to be 23 and I have nothing to show for it, A. And B, we're in the fucking global pandemic. I can't even go. I can't go on dates. I can't go out. I can't go to concerts. I can't go to sporting events. I can't go. Even going to the beach is kind of a risk. It's like it's the worst year of my life. You know what I mean? And I think 30, whatever. What? How old is Jake? 49? <laughs> I think he's 35. 30, yeah, 39. Uh, no, 35. 35, yeah. You're off by 14 years. <laughs> <laughs> also, like. You start, you're saying you're turning 23 this year. Uh-huh. And it's the worst so year of your life. It hasn't even started yet. Yeah. And also, it seems very personal to you. Well, it's my attitude that might ruin it. I'm not even talking about the pandemic at this point. <laughs> right. Danny, um, what is your favorite year of your life? Age or just Ooh. year, like calendar year? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I feel like 21 was pretty tight. Because you're just like, when you're in college, even though you're broke, everyone else is broke. So it's like, all right, we're just, we're just all broke. But, the, but you're like, at the peak of brokenness, like you're months away <laughs> of from not potential from potentially not being broke. It's like the most. It's a very carefree. It's a carefree age. Yeah. Where were you when you were 21? My birthday is June 25th, so it was during the summer. And as a former collegiate athlete, I was at school, so it was just like this ragtag group of summer people vibing in like nice. apartment parties um, in North Carolina, and it was uh, it was carefree. It was pretty tight. Duke, UNC, <laughs> neither. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just named neither state. You just named two schools in like a big ass state. Like <laughs> you don't have to keep going. There's like there's hundreds, hundreds <laughs> yeah, right. of colleges. Just not Leslian, one little area. I went to a what? Leslian. Yeah, it's like Wesleyan, but it's a little more southern. <laughs> By the, the the name of it, or is legitimately southern. <laughs> Uh, I, went to Elon. No, dose. I went to Elon. Oh, you went to Elon. Yeah, that's awesome. I know so Rick many people. Middle name. There. Is that really yeah. your middle name? Yep. My buddy oh. Davis went to Elon, and my buddy Elon went to Davis. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I have trust issues around this podcast. I don't know what to believe. That's probably. Very I think it's fair. more real than it isn't. I just think it's it's just I don't. I guess there's something about my overall air. That puts people on edge. And like, this is exactly how dates go. Like, what this is, I'm dating all of you guys. I'm married, like sir. <laughs> <laughs> and you never answered, what are you going to do on your birthday? Do you have any um, I think my family's planning a dinner. What if they don't? Like a post-Thanksgiving. Nice. What are you going to do if there's yeah. nothing planned? Like, like, they're just like, I, go. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it's a random, a random Thursday. They're just like relaxing. Hey! <laughs> Come downstairs. They're like, "What? <laughs> oh, I got it." It's like watching headphones in, watching TV. What do you? How are you gonna react? <laughs> I, I will. I don't like my own birthday. I like other people's birthdays because when it's your birthday, you have this like a lot of attention on yourself, and like attention can be fine in small doses. Like if you're like Danny, you know, like or Amir, Marika, all of you guys are performers. You know, if you're performing, attention's great. Marika, you fu- you're a tap dancer and you got Hamilton tickets by performing the track. And I hated every second of it. I don't think so. You had a I, re- I have really bad stage fright. Um, you know, th- that feels warranted and good and positive. But it's your birthday. You're at dinner with like your closest friends, which I, I like that. But then it's just like everybody's like, I don't know. The attention, it should be more egalitarian than it is on birthday for me. But then if it's somebody else's birthday, I like embarrassing them and making it all about them. So no, what agree. am I doing on my birthday? 
ideally nothing. I think you say that until the day comes and when people are like eating <laughs> headphones yeah. in, like not, you're going to be pretty rattled. Then you're a little you're sad be about very it. Very rattled. Yeah, we can do whatever you want for dinner. Do you want it like Sparrows or something? <laughs> Sabaros, the mall <laughs> food court pizza. Yeah, I mean, you said you didn't want to do anything for your birthday. So I figure we can all just go to like, I don't know. We'll do like Yoshinoya or something for lunch and then the beef bowls, the gray beef bowls. Yeah. <laughs> you should you should send him Yoshinoya from have know. it travel from address. California to Ohio. They definitely don't have Yoshinoya near me. <laughs> I'm in the middle of the country. Sorry to hear that. No, it's a good thing. That's the one positive. Well. <laughs> <laughs> there's not a Yoshinoya in sight. I can't drive five blocks near my house in LA without seeing a fucking beef bowl ad. <laughs> That's fine. He's pissed off about them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just an ad. <laughs> they just want to make money. They just want to make money, sir. Yeah, <laughs> they have families too. No, I just get upset. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you do just get upset. <laughs> what have you guys been doing? To- Look, we started this show at the beginning of quarantine, right? Basically, like April, May. It was kind of novel to hear what everyone was <laughs> stoned on that. This is a very serious question. This is this is what I was just talking to Marika before we started recording this. I'm trying to find a happy middle ground between going way too absurd, like between two ferns and like just being a boring talk show like any other advice show or anything. This is a serious question. Just saying when we started the show, it was like interesting to hear what people were doing within their quarantine. You know, we're all home for the first time. We don't know what's going on, what's going to happen, how long is it going to last? People are making sourdough, what have you. Now we're in the thicks. We're in the thick of it. We're in the throes of it. I think it's finally again an interesting question to ask what have you been doing in quarantine yeah that's fair um I'll go first I've truly just been watching too many movies and too much television that's how I spend all of my time I finish work I close my computer and I turn on my tv and I'm just constantly looking at screens all day it's great it's pretty tight um I started a new job so I'm trying to keep that so that's been a lot of my time um, is getting ramped up and collaborating with Marika. So thank you so much. Um, I got a stationary. <laughs> I got a stationary bike. I was gonna. I was gonna try to make a joke, not this one, but it was so genuine that I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for guiding me in my career. Marika's <laughs> gonna shit on me. Um, no, I got a stationary bike, so that's pretty tight. Um, not a Peloton. Not in that. I was going to ask. Not in that tax bracket yet, but oh, I don't want to give people, I don't know if we're allowed to just shout out brands. <laughs> Jeff has asked for people's salaries multiple times the on rich. this show. <laughs> and you don't have, you shouldn't tell him, but he's, you just know that there's a precedence for it. Yeah, like, I am, I am curious a little bit, like, what are they offering at HeadGum nowadays? Because I'm definitely locked into what I was making in 2016 <laughs> and I just, there's been no increase, no. there's been no raises. Yeah. No. It's just 40, enough, to, just enough to get by, you know. Oh, so like twenty eight, <laughs> yeah, twenty eight dollars an hour, yeah, yeah. really. <laughs> so well, over du- the, over double what I make. <laughs> when you say it like that, it seems like you're being underpaid. But if you look at the output, it's fairly accurate. <laughs> output based <laughs> compensation. Yeah, I work on commission, and um, that sucks for me. It just because of you know, you don't sell anything. <sighs> what have you been doing during the quarantine? Jeff? Recently, I've been. Um, uh, well, I just came back to Ohio and I've been in quarantine because I my dad's immunocompromised. We talked about this in a lot of episode. It doesn't matter. It matters to me, but not for the show. Um, so I've just been in a guest bedroom quarantining. So I've been uh, I've been watching Gilmore Girls to be sure. 
uh, Luke. Are you listening to Gilmore Guys? I will afterwards. I don't necessarily want to do it as I go because it's just that's a lot of media. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I'm excited to listen to it once I know. But like, dude, Luke was woke. I never watched. Gilmore I thought Girls. you watched for sure. I thought you watched. Nope. Um, yeah, watching Gilmore Girls, uh, doing yoga for the first time. I mean, I, I did yoga a couple times over a summer a few years ago, but it was hot yoga. So I just always leave feeling awful. So now I'm trying to do it. Yes. Yeah. Without, you know, dehydrating and exhausting myself. Not from like, it's supposed to make you more in tune with your body, not make you have out of body experiences because you're so dehydrated. It's so bad. I, I've only been to hot <laughs> yoga twice in my life. And the second time it was when I was in high school and I like walked into this room and the only spot left was right by the heater. Oh my God. And I like, I, and I didn't realize. And so I was doing it and I was like, I can't, I need to leave the room. Like I can't breathe. And I literally had to ask the teacher if I could go and she refused and just made me lay there. She locked the door? In the Is room. The door next to the heater. <laughs> she was like, you doors. can't leave. Like you're not allowed to leave. So I was just like lying there on my back. Like, <laughs> hyperventilating for 10 Jesus. more minutes before the class was leave? over. She just, she, I, she wouldn't let me. I guess I could have, but I was like, apparently opening the door was like a, a gust a of sin. wind that like actually helps people out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gives them this, their second wind. She would have had a, she <laughs> a fucking panic attack. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. So I never returned to Bikram ever again. Amir, what about you? Experimenting with anything in the bedroom or? <laughs> Yeah, you can tell. No, I, I, absolutely... I only said that because I could see that he wanted to leave and I was like, I got to give him an out. <laughs> oh, how <laughs> the the sausage gets made. How do you guys deal with like seasonal seasonal depression, but also just like kind of general depression? <laughs> Not well. Watching TV all the time. Break a sweat. I, I got this little bootleg stationary bike and uh, dog walks during the day are pretty tight. Mm-hmm. Nothing that brings your mood up then. More than picking up dog shit, so that's always pretty good. <laughs> it's it's almost instantaneous too. Like the motion of you picking it up makes mm-hmm. your mood up at the same time. The warmth and it's like cold outside. Oh. Yeah, yeah. What kind of dog do you have? A <laughs> uh, French bulldog. That's cute. I love Frenchies. Would you ever get a jo- dog, Jeff? Uh, yeah, I would. I uh, I got it. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I, Danny, I don't know if you know this about me, Danny. I got bit in the face by a basset hound earlier this year. Um, what? Yeah, I really did. Damn. <laughs> my mom. <laughs> That's not even like an aggressive ass dog. At least lie and change the kind of dog like a fucking. Well, I don't want to give Rottweilers <laughs> or Pitbulls worse raps, but that's like the sleepiest, most slowest. What were you doing? How I was you- kissing it goodnight, <laughs> Sellers. That's a that's. That's horrible for your brain. I like to say, no, it's, well, it was an encapsulation of my love life. Um, I try to do good and I get bitten in the fucking face. Um, no, my mom was fostering a dog. It was not a basset hound. Um, and, uh, it was just very flighty and I didn't, I, I, she had told me that, but that night the dog was like laying on my lap. It was, I was petting her. She like was looking up at me with these like puppy dog eyes. I was like, oh, I got through to her. Like she likes, she likes me. She trusts me. So, and I thought she was a, she was she dozed off. I go, I'm about to go to sleep. Let me kiss it on the forehead. I kiss it on the forehead. Uh, it's past traumas, whatever they might be, came up to the surface in the subconscious state. It bit me almost in the eyeball. Um, so uh, <laughs> you want to know how I got this scar? Um, it was from a dog. Uh, but that definitely like, look, I love I still love dogs, but it definitely set me back maybe a couple of years of like when I'll get a dog. 
I'm also just like too young to, I think, take care of a dog. Yeah, I would love a dog. I just can't. I feel like this is not the time for me to get a dog this <laughs> Maybe year. And I know I have friends that have gotten cats and dogs this year, but I can't. Yeah, I got, I got mine during well before last summer. We got we got little Jamal, so it was before it was before the pandemic. Is he little? He's thirty two pounds. He's he's decent little Frenchy, you know, medium. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean that's what it's all about is companionship and you know on a, you know on a unconditional love and getting bit in the face that's a crazy breed to get bit by. Uh, it wasn't a basset hound it, oh, she no. was like a, a mixed breed dog i don't exactly know oh, um, okay. but it's funny but, they keep it like it's like lions say it was a basset hound. well i yeah i've been trying to milk it for comedic value because otherwise it's just physically and emotionally painful uh <laughs> because you can't see it in this lighting but i do have a scar on my forehead in the in the most awkward place possible and it looks like a pimple but uh, it's fading. I think it'll be better. And if not, there's always like creams and elective surgeries that you can do. Um, anyway. Oh, no, I was just saying elective surgeries. Uh, I think that about wraps up this week's show. Marika, is there anything you want to plug personally or professionally? High and Mighty Power Hour, but that happened before this. It, which was, Danny, I don't know if you heard it. It's that this guy, one of the co-hosts of Doughboys, can suck his own dick. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! So, I didn't even think that was actually possible. Like, even if you have a huge dick, like you have spine, you have a spine, and you have a rib cage. That's nuts. I don't know, man. Um, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at, at Marie, Marie Kalon. Kalon. When is it appropriate to follow your coworkers? I thought I followed. I, I think I followed. I might not have followed you yet, Danny. I think immediate the day you start. Nah, hell no. <laughs> I, I do that. Yeah, I don't think it's like the day you start, but I think I think it's pretty soon after. Like once you actually talk to them a little bit. Well, also like the culture at HeadGum is very like, I don't know, I think we're all friends. Yeah, but also we're also like not ever in the same room this year. So I can see why it's like a weird, like I'm not going to do it yet sort of thing. Yeah. Danny, That's all plugs. I had to say. Uh, still have my job. Uh Follow follow Headcom. You have a you have a nice large podcast. Go to gumball.fm to help me with uh next week. Whenever this drops, make my week a lot easier if I get people interested in joining. Yeah. Um, follow me, follow sellers on all social media. Anything else I'm working on or doing will be there. Thank you for having me. Oh yeah. Um you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at I am Jeffrey James, Twitter at don't play no James, and uh We'll see you guys again next week. Thanks. Uh, thank you guys for joining me. Have a great weekend. And uh, everybody, I hope you guys had a happy Thanksgiving. And uh, everybody celebrate my birthday tomorrow. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I like, I like, it's a Saturday, so people might as well like shotgun a beer. Seller style. I think so. Yeah, they can celebrate in their Old own way. Seller style. Tears running nice. down your eyes, looking out the window. Yeah. <laughs> it's from the bubbles it's from the bubbles <laughs> old style actually is like I think one of my favorite light beers though I wish it was more widely available yeah it's a good little it's always a, it's, I don't know if they're always tall boys but it's a good tall it's a really good dive bar yeah beer it's typically two to three dollars in Chicago it's a nice little vibe ideal is it have you, what was the last time you did a shot of Malort <sighs> probably like not this summer but the summer before so you broke up uh, last like, winter okay no, somebody was in town. You know, people come to town. They're like, "Oh, do you know about Malort? Let's try it." 
It's like the in, it's like the in and out of LA. Like, oh, you've, you've yeah. been in it. Like, sir, this is my stomach hurts whenever I eat this or drink this. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do, change my life just because you're on vacation. Right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> in and out. When I lived in San Francisco, In and Out ruined my days multiple times. Like it was like a ticking time bomb. Like, if I eat In and Out, call the Uber as I'm finishing this last three fries because my body is shutting down. Yeah. All right, well, we'll get your full story of where you've lived because I, I didn't know you lived in San Francisco, but this is the little cliffhanger. So keep listening <laughs> to the Hickam Podcast. We'll get Seller's Story. That's a that's an episode title for future reference. Seller's Story. Mark, write that down, Ferris. We're going to come up with it together. All right, Arrivederci. <laughs> was a HeadGum original.